Hello and welcome to the Highlander cast. Uh, we're recording from CanCon 2024, uh, the day after Australian Nationals, and hopefully in theory this episode will be a series of interviews with whoever feels like sitting down with me. So I'm Vance and welcome to the cast. Uh, the first person I've got with me is Violet Lou. Hey. Hi everyone. Um, tell us about yourself, briefly. Um, my name's Vi, uh, my pronouns are she, her, I'm from Sydney. Uh, I used to be a very long time grinder, and I was also an L2 judge. Uh, over the last couple of years I've been slowly getting back into magic after a pretty long break, uh, including the COVID series, obviously. And I'm really enjoying uh, building and brewing with Highlander to make sure that, you know, format health is being explored. So that's, that's where I'm at. Cool. And how did you go yesterday? Uh, four and four. Excellent. So uh, I don't think I've actually said yet. Yesterday was Highlander Nationals. We had 191 players, which makes it uh, the, biggest, like, uh, the biggest eternal event in the Southern Hemisphere ever the biggest uh, Highlander event of any kind that was like a single tournament in the world ever, I think. I don't know, that's what I'm claiming anyway. Um, cool, what were you on? Uh, I played Soulfire Euro. Oh, yep. Um, I figured there was a hole in the metagame where the mid-range decks were all weak to something. Yep. So the Grixis deck has a really hard time with dealing certain problematic permanents, and it has a hard time putting pressure on unless it draws its Smurf Tide. And the Jun deck has no spell interaction, so it's really soft to fast combo, unless it's graveyard based, in which case it's one shot. Uh, and I chose to build Soul High because your your power cards are a similar power level or slightly above Jun's, but you get to play counter magic. And against, uh, as opposed to Grixis, where you have really premium removal, your removal is a bit worse, but your threats are better. So my points were two for Uro, two for Oko, one for Deathrite, Merktite, and Force. Sounds pretty great. Cool. Um, any, any other, you know, things you want to say about how the event went, how you felt about the event? I think it was really interesting. So the event being massive was really exciting and everyone really enjoyed the day, which is really good. Uh, the judges got to have a lunch break, which is always much appreciated by us. Uh, and the auction went really well. I think it was five and a half grand. Yeah. Um, yep. That Glenn uh, said we'd come up with, which is amazing, obviously. Uh, at no point today, oh, at no point yesterday did it really look like anyone was not having fun. And I think that's a huge deal for a massive event with high stakes, for everyone to be happy with how their day went, to be playing all eight rounds just because they love magic. Um, every opponent I faced had a different deck. Everyone that I knew who was playing played a maximum of, um, or a, a minimum of six different decks. People were bringing things, people were playing eight points. People were playing brews. It, it was incredible. It was an amazing event. Yeah, uh, uh, the same. I did drop for the last round, but that's because I was dead and wanted to go and collect uh, food for a sausage festival. But yeah, I played. I might have played seven different decks. Mm. I'll have to think about it, but I think it was probably seven different decks. Yeah, it was huge variety in the field, and as you said, everyone was having, you know, a really good time. So cool. Thanks for popping in. Not a problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, and next up, we've got Raj. Uh, if you've listened to all the episodes of the podcast, you might remember him from uh, a previous episode. Um, but Raj is one of our committee members. Um, and yeah, we're just going to have a quick chat with Raj about how yesterday went and how you felt about it. Thanks, Vance. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm Raj. I'm from Adelaide. I've been playing Magic for about um, 
five and a half, six years. Uh, that's I think I mentioned that in the podcast that I was on with friends. Um, yeah, attended the nationals yesterday. It was a grueling long day. It was my first interstate big event because I wasn't playing Magic seriously when yep. GPs were a thing. Um, but wow, it was it was it was it was a brilliant experience. Seeing 190 plus people packed into a room, all playing seven point, was very encouraging. It was very good for the format. Uh, the level of skill the players displayed was was awesome. I probably had some of my best games of uh, Sandpoint, probably yep. Magic uh, during uh, during yesterday. Um, yeah, uh, congratulations to Max and uh, Shifley, who were the two finalists. I believe they were on Madu Initiative and on Junt. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, Blue is dead officially. Uh, no, <laughs> there were blue decks. The top eight was quite varied. Um, in fact, the whole day was varied. I didn't play against a single deck twice. Yeah, I think the top eight was seven different decks. Yes, I think there was Grixis control slash mid-range decks that were repeats. Yeah, and, and they were slightly different because I think the, one of them was splashing fourth Elingus and the other one wasn't. Yes, yeah. I think I think the uh, the player calls it Grixis with a W instead of an R, <laughs> which uh, it's 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 it, yep. that's a good pun. Love it. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, the, the the top eight is rare. There's initiative. There's mid-range decks. There's goblins, tribal, um, Grixis Grixis decks. Obviously, uh, obviously time walk has to show up somewhere. So we did have a time walk deck in the in the top eight. Uh, yeah, lower than expected conversion rate, I believe. There were quite a few time walk players. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of time walks in the room yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised to see no Flash Hulk or no uh, Breach decks in the top eight. Uh, but which I think is a good sign because a lot of people considered them to be the top decks. So people were probably yeah, yeah. prepared for those matchups and uh, they had their sideboards um, tuned in a way to beat those decks. Yep. But no, it was a fantastic day. It was it was nice meeting everyone who I've been chatting with on Discord. Finally meeting them face to face in real life. Meeting the other committee members. Yeah, it was just brilliant day. Yeah, we had we had the whole committee here. Uh, even Kate flew across from Perth, which for anyone listening from overseas, Perth is what we describe as a hell of a long way away. So five hour flight. Oh, uh, at least like yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly with a change in Sydney or Melbourne. Probably with a change Jeez. in Sydney or Melbourne. Um, and we had, I think, five former committee members here as well. Um, I was here, Glenn was here, Tolly, uh, Isaac and Mulch. Yes. Yeah. So we were just missing Sav and Dan Unwin. I think we're the only two former committee oh, members missing. Enough. All right. Wow. So, yeah. Pretty much everyone here then. And, um, anything else you want to say about the day? No, I think I think that's about it. I think it was really well organized. Uh, it was a long day, the longest day of Magic I think I've ever played. Yeah, um, it, I, I saw uh, something from the judges saying that it was a 13 and a half hour day. Yes, oh, uh, I mean, huge thanks to the organizers, scorekeepers, judges. They, they yeah. did a phenomenal job. Yeah. Some of the judge calls were very difficult and yeah, they, they just did a phenomenal job. And yeah, thank you. I'd like to thank them for the services. Yeah. Uh, I personally went 5-3. Um, my my mindset was, look, I'm just here to play, even if I yep. go 7 I'll play the 8th round. Um, but no, I, I did better than expected. I was playing Grixis Oracle. Uh, it's not my, my favorite deck, but it's a, it's, it's a good deck and it performed. It gave me some free wins. Um, my matchups were quite varied, like I said earlier, no repeat decks. Yeah, I just had, I just had a blast. I was, I was happy going positive, I think. <laughs> yeah, look, it's always nice to, you know, end positive. Yes. So, cool. All right. Thanks very much for your Thanks, time. Thanks, Vance, for your time. Thank you so much. Alright, uh, and the next lucky person sitting down with me is Kate, also from the committee. Do you want to just give a quick introduction? Hi, I'm Kate. I'm from Perth. Uh, I usually play Prowess a lot, but I play lots of other things as well. Yeah, but what did you play yesterday? I played Solte, Doomsday, Oracle, all-in combo. That sounds sweet. <laughs> How did you go? 5-3, which is... Not great. My deck should have went 6-2. I punted against Wolves. 
Yeah, look, uh, I think that's a that's a common theme. I, I went 4-3, I didn't play the last round, but I should probably have been at 5-2, but you know, yeah. that's magic. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, how else did you feel about the day? Like, any impressions? I think it was good. I think the event ran very well. Um, there were lots of people playing lots of different decks. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Violet and Raj were the first two people I spoke to. Both said that they played either seven or eight different decks um, across the day. I think I played seven and we've done twice. Yep, yep. Yeah, so huge variety, uh, which is fantastic for the format and, you know, it's better than those days of Magic where you just play like mirror, six mirror, rounds mirror. of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Um, anything else you want to say? Has the committee had any chats yet about? We had some talks beforehand. We haven't had any since. Yeah, it's been yeah. a day. <laughs> yeah, look, and that's entirely fair. And um, there'll be 191 deck lists that uh, yeah. Graham King and Angus and possibly some other people are putting together. Um, so once that's been put together, I imagine we'll uh, have some more chats on the Discord, and you, uh, the committee, will have some chats. Yeah, we definitely so, will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exciting times. Um, yeah. Thanks very much for your time. Uh, and our next uh, lucky contestant is uh, Glenn Doyle. Uh, Glenn, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. How's it going? Great to speak to you all. Uh, for those that don't know me, I run uh, Logical Choice, Mind Games, Good Games Capital, and Good Games Counter City for about 30 years, and obviously run a whole bunch of uh, events here at CanCon over a long period of time, and now I'm in charge of the ANZ Super Series. Yeah, and you've been running uh, Highlander Nationals for, what, 10 or 11 years? I don't exactly remember the first time I <laughs> ran Highlander Nationals. Maybe it's uh, just after Dr. Dayblow was running it, then I took over, I don't know, I think it's circa 2008 or something. Uh, okay, cool. I don't, I don't remember. The, the current trophy's like 11 names the, on it. Yeah, yeah, the current yeah. trophy that we, that we coined then was 2014 is the first time we gave it out. Yep, yep, sweet. So ten, 10 years old this year. Yeah, incredible. Um, incredible event yesterday, 191 players, he is awesome. Yeah, it's totally amazing. Well, it blew me away. I was, I mean, obviously we put up a big prize. We wanted to make it special. Um, so to get, but I, I kind of wasn't expecting that many players. So thanks very much for everybody turned up. And I hope you all had fun. Yeah, look, uh, everyone I've spoken to so far loved it. Um, for anyone listening who didn't see it, the first prize was a Mock Sapphire. Mock Sapphire, yeah. Second prize was a Time Walk. And then there were, um, there was a prize wall and prize tickets for, yeah. for people further down. Um, and yeah, the response from the community was amazing. I was pretty confident we'd get to like 130, 140 maybe. Yeah, that, I, I thought that too. Yeah. 190 is just awesome. It was insane. Uh, so look, I think we, we did some pre-preparation that everybody probably knows that we used to hold the, you know, others, not just Magic, but Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! And, um, and like, you know, about like six other card games in the same room. And then when I planned this event, we were like, all right, we're going to have more players, so we need to move them to somewhere else. And CanCon gave us some more space for those other games, so they've been doing that somewhere else in the in the CanCon convention, which allowed us to have like all 250-odd chairs in this room just for that. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, a pretty amazing prize wall that we've, like, we've, we have to add, which we kind of didn't really have before either. So, you know, we're not just giving out boosters for match wins, it's prize tickets that they can spend on the prize wall. Yeah, much, yeah, yeah. Like, much like we have at the RCs. Yeah, yeah, it, which has been great. Um, and yeah, there, there have been a bunch of other events. There was a mystery booster sealed. Um, 
people are playing in a Return to Ravnica. Not Return to Ravnica. Ravnica Remastered. Ravnica Remastered. Yeah, it's been a big uh, feature this weekend. Sealed yep. event right now. Um, so two ANZ qualifiers, which both are the well, they do Friday numbers was 68, which is the highest constructed one. And then today we had 78 for a sealed event. So um, awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. And top eight people qualifying for that. The, the coolest event I think though is about to start shortly, which is the pre-modern event. Anybody uh, yeah. as, as old as Vance and I would have remembered Magic in 2003-ish, <laughs> yep. uh, which I, like was really awesome fun. So that's a that's a format I like playing with my mates. So it's good. Awesome. Oh, well, thanks so much for your time, Glenn. Pleasure, busy. everybody. All right. See you soon. Thanks, man. Uh, our next lucky uh, interviewee uh, is Rob Lark uh, from Adelaide, a previous Highlander national champion. Hey, Rob, do you want to introduce yourself? Howdy, my name is Robert Lark. I'm from Adelaide, obviously. I've been playing Magic for about 18 years now. Uh, no, 17 years. Um, and I'm the 2022 National Highlander Champion. Yeah, that's right. Um, and did you play yesterday? I did play yesterday. I, in the last round, had a chance to, to run it back and make top eight, but I ended up losing to Goblins. Ah, right, um, yep. And my opponent who beat me ended up coming ninth, so it was probably it wasn't yeah. too bad. So yeah, I yeah. got twenty fourth. Yeah. Um, and what were you on? I was on five, five color Omnath. Oh yeah, yep. That sounds like uh, well fun for at least one of the people playing. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> my, my strategy with these big events is to play the best cards that are not pointed. So in all my testing, I found I found fourth Alengus and Bowmaster to be the best cards by a country mile that aren't pointed. So I decided to try and best utilize those two cards. So in, in November, I won a big event in Melbourne where I won a Tropic Island where I didn't play the Bowmaster, but in testing, me and my team decided that the Bowmaster was just too good not to play and just and to splash these days with how good cards are and how, how good the mana is. It's just, it's just laughable how easy it is. So we, yeah. we, we played the played the Bowmaster and to great effect. Yeah, look, Bowmaster's great. Um, I certainly saw multiple people deploying it extremely effectively. Um, so yeah, no, that sounds like a sound strategy. Very good. Um, any other general impressions of the event? Um, I, was, I, I was very um, surprised at the variety of decks. I saw a lot of, a lot of combo decks, a lot of, um, of mid-range decks, a lot, a lot of mid-range decks. Um, yeah. I, I did Die to Doomsday on turn 2 once, but um, Overall, the format I, I think is pretty he healthy. Like there wasn't, I didn't think any particular deck was more degenerate than the other, or was more um, at that top tier. Like I, I think there's multiple tier one decks in this format. I don't, I don't think there's a clear definitive best deck of the format. So I think I just think the format itself is in a great place. Excellent. Thanks very much for your time, Rob. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, uh, and next up, I've got with me uh, Max, who, uh, well, I'll let Max tell you a bit about himself and how the event went yesterday. Yeah, g'day, I'm Max Jakibeth, I'm a player from Canberra, and luckily enough for me, I actually came second yesterday piloting Jund. The deck felt really good, and I played a really great finals against Chifley on my new initiative, and it definitely really, like, was an amazing tournament for me. I run re ran really hot, but also I made some good plays and had a great tournament. Excellent, excellent. Um, how was the variety of decks you played against? Well, I never played against the same deck twice across the tournament. I played against heaps of different archetypes and that was really 
great for me. I was really, I prepared a lot of my board for the sort of combo decks that I expected yep. to be in the room, especially because I don't think Jander's positioned well against them. And I didn't see a single combo deck, <laughs> yep. which I think was one of the reasons I did so well, because obviously my bad matchups didn't really show up for me. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I was uh, playing against like a lot of similar mid-range piles. Yeah, like, and that's uh, often a problem in in assessing how things went, is that, you know, you can see someone who went 8-0 or whatever, yeah. and they just would have lost every match to, like, Thoracle or Breach, maybe, but didn't play them. So, um, yeah, look, but it's... Um, because, like, to do well in a tournament like this, you have to run lucky, and you have yeah. to get lucky, and there are different ways you can get lucky, and that's an obvious way that I was a beneficiary of life. Yeah, awesome. Awesome stuff. Well, look, good luck, and hope to see you at future events. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be there. Thanks, Vince. All right, now in our series of slightly disjointed interviews, uh, I've got Josh with me, who was last year's national champion. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah. Hi, uh, my name's Josh. I grew up in Canberra, uh, learned to play when I went to the games capital in the city. Um, played Magic for many years here before moving to Sydney, but returned to the game uh, with Arena sort of becoming more available, and when I came back, uh, I came back to Highland, and, and was happy to see that it had grown, and it's a wonderful format still. Yeah, how did you go yesterday? Um, oh yeah, I had a good run actually, I ended up 6-2, um, and I think I finished maybe 11th after Swiss, or maybe, I think 13th final standings. Yep, yep, okay, that's pretty good. Uh, what were you on? I was playing Black Red Eclipse. Yeah, yep, yep. So it's um, like a disruptive, aggressive strategy. Yep. Yeah. yeah, with like Mana Crypt and Blood Moon. And, yeah, so yep. my points are Mana Crypt, Ragavan, and Ancient Tomb. Yep. All powerful magic. Cool, cool. Um, and how did you find the event in general? Oh, awesome, awesome. Amazing. 191 players? 191 is, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and just so many like old faces and new faces. Um, some really interesting games. Like, I know that um, maybe not everyone's favorite types of magic is happening. Um, you know, the dungeon and the fast mana, but you know, some really interesting decisions, really tight games, uh, great fun. Yeah, yeah excellent, excellent. Uh, anything else you want to? Uh, yeah, well, um, you know, I've just been sort of thinking through yesterday, you know, when, when you're playing, it's sort of just one turn at a time, but looking at it big picture, like what I was coming into the room expecting to see, I didn't face as much. Like I, in previous years, I've seen a lot of like green mid range piles and the big value. Yep. Um, what I played against was quite a bit of... I played bots a few times. I played yep. uh, Mono White. I played a Blue Tempo list. I played against Grixis. I drew this on Grixis, which was very strong. I was kind of expecting that list. Yep. I played a Burn list. Um, but yeah, really interesting diversity in the format. Um, I, I haven't seen all the lists in the top eight just yet. But um, going into this tournament, I thought Black Red had a very strong year um, yep. in terms of printings from Wizards. Um, Bowmasters, uh, Troll, Kazdoom, and Shieldred. So yep. that's what I sort of figured was what, the best things to be doing that aren't yet kind of factored into the points list. Yep, yep. Um, and so seeing the top two lists being black, red, with a third color, yep. or um, a deeper sideboard, or uh, better points, uh, I, I think Chifley's list and Max's list are both fantastic. Yep. And, um, yeah, like really, really excited to see where we go to next with uh, Horizons 3 coming out. Like, oh, should... yeah. That should be uh, an exciting shake-up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I feel like it's going to be you know, another phase for the game, which is exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks very much for your time. Pleasure. Pleasure. All right. Um, next up in our series of rolling mini-interviews, uh, I've got Dukes. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Dougal. I'm a player from Brisbane. 
I've uh, been playing Legacy since 2014 and Highlander since 2018, uh, starting with Blue Moon, which I really liked. Uh, and yesterday I took Red White Initiative uh, into the Nationals, uh, just because it's a quicker deck uh, and can just kind of cheese some few wins. Yeah, few yeah. Easy wins. How did you end up? Uh, ended up 5 3. Cool. Uh, which, yeah. Respectable. Happy with. Yeah. Went down to the Mardu version that won the event, which was, yeah, it felt like a, a lot, a very well built deck. It seemed like there was a few players on the same 75. Yep. <laughs> I think they're from Perth. Uh, Chifley was from Melbourne. Okay, there we go. Um, uh, I don't know where else. But the deck looks sweet. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Actually, there's a lot of really cool decks around. Uh, I played against the Channel deck. Yep. Putting in Kozilek, uh, and also the new Dinosaur that when it comes into play, you can put any amount of creature cards from your hand into play. Uh, yeah, awesome. I don't even know that card. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sweet. Yeah. Um, cool, yeah. And so you played a good variety of decks? Yep, really good. I uh, played against uh, Jordan in round one on like sort of the Time Walk Ephemerate deck, uh, which is cool. He made a top eight, which is awesome to see. Uh, I then played around with Black Red, sort of aggro, um, this uh, Mardu deck. Uh, there's like a sh yeah, show and tell deck. Yeah. Uh, no double ups really, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, that's been the theme of a lot of these interviews is that, you know, 191 people in the room, but there was a huge variety of decks. Um, top eight was seven different decks. That's very seven and a half different decks. Yeah. Very, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a very healthy format. There's no like real uh, congestion on like points or like, yeah. It'll be really interesting to see what the most pointed cards play for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we should have those stats uh, later in the week or early next week, hopefully. Very cool. Yeah. What did you play against? Uh, I played Zoo. Uh, I went 4-3. I didn't play the last round because uh, I was, you know, dead and also knackered. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I played... I'm trying to remember. I, th I think I played seven different decks. I played, like, Goblins, uh, Channel, possibly the same person. Um... Time walks. I, I can't remember offhand, but like, yeah, uh, a whole variety of decks. Is all Zoo, lovely opponents. When I think of Zoo, I think of Naya, but I assume you're more than just three colors. Yeah, I was on uh, five colors. So the the blue is just for domain purposes. I mean, I've got a mental misstep, I guess, but you know, cool. I did actually cast that for Blue Manor at one point. Um, and the black is like Bowmasters in the board and Stellar State Stalker and Fatal Push Main. So. So it's mostly Naya, but um, the um, Tribal Flames and Territorial Carbo are like really attractive cards. Nice. I remember uh, Brian Kibler played Countercat in yep. Modern in like the early 2010s with Unified Will, which is the one in the oh, blue. Yep, yep. Counters like a spell if you control more creatures in your opponent, yep. which is pretty cool. Uh, is it Evasive Action that is the domain counter spell? Yeah. Nice. Yep. So it's kind of cool that in. Uh, the zoo deck with blue, you could have access to counter magic as well as like well suited to what you're trying to do. There's a yeah, there's a lot of different um, angles you can build the deck, and which is true of most decks in the format. Like you can change, you know, a couple of cards in your mana base and five cards in your deck, and it's a it plays quite differently overall, which is great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think one thing with red white that I didn't expect with lack of experience was just the mulligan decisions. You play a lot of three drops and you really want to play a three drop on turn one if not like play this turn two. So you sometimes have to mulligan pretty aggressively but then also have to be like, 
you don't just want to mulligan for the sake of finding a turn one, you also want to find a hand that like, does something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of, yeah. Probably the biggest like complication of the deck yesterday was just like finding a, a hand that I was happy with that I also knew like this is a hand I should keep that like yep. hand in the game. Awesome, awesome. Uh, and where else can people find you? Uh, yeah, I stream by Dukes on Twitch. You can find me on Twitch and YouTube and also on Twitter. Uh, and then also on a website called The Green Sun Zenith, which is a website dedicated to the legacy Maverick archetype. Awesome. Yeah, and hopefully more actively in the Highlander Discord, which yep. is, yeah, great. I think it's like a, obviously a community-driven format, and to have such an active Discord is really cool, especially with all the different rooms, different archetypes, obviously playing within the Discord as well as cool with, with other people. So yeah, hopefully more on the 7-point Discord. Awesome. Thanks very much for your time. You're welcome. All right, next up is Trent. Tell us a bit about yourself, Trent. Yeah, so my name's uh, Trent Clark. I'm one of the co-founders and owners of Plenty of Games Melbourne. Um, this is our second CanCon. We come up, we run a booth, um, trying to support the community through buying and selling um, cards and offering all of our sale products and things like that. Awesome. And we're also just super passionate about the Magic community, about the Highlander community. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we come up this year. We had, with four of us, three of us played in the event, and um, super gas. How did you go? Uh, me personally, not yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, not not my day. Yeah. Uh, played a mana crypt and it wasn't on my side, which was ah uh, yeah. Sometimes you know, 50 percent of the time it goes the right way, fifty percent of the time it doesn't. Um, uh, but yeah, look, it was such a good tournament. I had a great time. The Highlander community is insane, gas. Um, yeah. It's really good to see five of the eight in the in the top eight uh, be Melbourne people. I yep. know that a lot of uh, the Melbourne community have been like testing and there's Discord messages, they come in uh, playing games every Wednesday night and, and jamming, we've had like 20 plus every every week night, oh sorry, every Wednesday for like months now. Awesome. And yeah, it was, it's just awesome. Like I'm sitting here right now and there's still, what, there's 80, 90, 100 people playing Magic now between Commando, the sealed event today. Yeah, like, uh, people playing Legacy there, I Legacy, think. Legacy, right. It's, it's familiar faces, people I haven't seen since before COVID. It's it's so good. Like we awesome. Were, like we, we were able to catch up uh, last year, and then we went out for dinner again on, on um, Thursday night. Yep. It's it's so great. Pancon is fantastic. Let's. I, I just hope that it this sparks a bit of a fire for people to say, hey, look, people want to play Magic. People want to play this format. Let's get behind it. You, you can do events with big prizes, and people turn up. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the, the, the proof's in the pudding now. Yep. Right. Yep. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Thanks very much for your time. No worries. Appreciate you, man. Uh, and next up, we've got Isaac Lee. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Isaac. I used to be on the committee with you, Vance. Uh, played a lot of Highlander in my time. And uh, yeah, up here, played yesterday. Having a, good, having a great weekend. Not a good weekend, a great weekend. It's been gas. Mm -hmm. Total gas. Uh, how did you go yesterday? Uh, so I was live until round five, so ended up on three two, uh, and then I was out of contention for top eight, but decided to stay in, uh, in the hopes that the committee would see uh, more time warp decks in the top sixteen. Oh yep, yep. Uh, to get more points on that one. Yep, yep. Uh, so that I can stop playing it. Yep. Uh, and I managed to do that, so I came sixteenth. So I went awesome. uh, X two in the end and uh, snagged some tickets. Um. It's one of the great things about the format. It's like those early days of Pioneer for people who played that, where like the goal every event is to do well enough that your deck isn't legal next time. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 exactly right. Fourth year wingers, uh, you know, spell seeker. It, uh, the deck like performed really well, uh, and then the two I lost. Uh, one was definitely I should have mulliganed, I didn't, and the other one was just a mile to four, and then a, a, a mana crypt by Chifley. Yep, ended yep. Ended up winning the event, so yep. I, I don't feel too bad about that one. Yep. Uh, Melbourne finally have uh, one Highland National, so I have to stop, you know, the gentle ribbing of you about that, which is great. Oh, the I'm ribbing, extremely the ribbing happy. Can continue. I'm, I'm fine with the ribbing continuing. <laughs> you do have more than us, but we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, the, the tides are changing. The yep, tides yep. are changing. And, Love uh, it. And uh, really, what it's going to come down to is who has more world championships True. Uh, under their belts. So. Uh, what's this world championship? Uh, that's going to be uh, on Facebook, hopefully, this week. Cool. Uh, is the weekend of the 26th of April. And it's down in Melbourne. We've got a piece of power for first and a piece of power for second. So Time awesome. for first and then Mox Emerald for second. Yep. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a bunch of artists there. We're going to have some commander going. It's just going to basically be another CanCon, but down in Melbourne uh, with uh, myself uh, as Pontiac Games and Nick C from MTG Mate and Pat from Josh and Pat's MTG Bazaar. The three of us coming together to uh, put on a, a good event. It's gonna be that great. sounds amazing. And hopefully you can get uh, similar numbers to this. Or better, hopefully you can beat it. Maybe. The bigger Maybe. the better. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Thanks very much for your time. See you on the next one. See you on the next one. Alright, um, next up we've got uh, Jim Wilkes to have a quick chat with us. Hey Jim, do you want to give yourself a quick introduction? Hi, uh, my name's Jim Wilkes. I've been playing Magic for like, almost like 20 years or something like that. So, I uh, play pretty competitively and um, yeah, camera local. Nice. Nice. Uh, how did you go yesterday? Uh, I went 5-2-1, and one, oh, yep. uh, playing uh, Bus Stop Grixis, uh, which is our team team Bus Stop's uh, Grixis deck, cool. uh, which we were playing the last uh, two or three events or so, and did some pretty good results. Um, we had one of our team in the top eight of the, the list, uh, and then Kyle Gibson from Melbourne uh, was playing a sort of adapted version of our list with um, four Lingus and Source of Fascia Splash. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we're pretty happy to see it sort of, I think it was the only archetype had two copies in the top eight. Yeah, yeah, yep. It, it, there was seven to seven and a half different decks, depending on how you count Kyle's deck. So, um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, no, so it was, it was good. We kind of expected a, uh, a fairly sort of mid-rangey, aggressive field. Uh, I kind of felt like that. We were trying to hope to dodge uh, artifacts decks kind of all day. Mostly did that. Yep. Um, yeah, we're pretty happy with how the deck sort of turned out. Overall performance. Um, most of our team plays reasonably well, if not necessarily the top, top cut beyond our uh, attitudes. Um, yeah, we've been pretty happy with Brixis so far. Um, yeah, hey, excellent, excellent. How did you feel about the day in general? Uh, the day was uh, pretty good. It was. It was. It was packed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we kind of knew we were going to be in for a, a long one. Um, in the days leading up to the event, we saw sort of people start talking about, oh, it's, it's past 100 tickets sold. Uh, oh, it's sold out. That's sort of yeah. thing. And it's uh, still days to go. We had, we had people on our team who, were, uh, who hadn't gotten the tickets yet. Yeah. A few days out. Uh, it was sort of this mad scramble to see if they'd post any more tickets, that sort of thing. Um, but all in all, the event was run pretty well. Um, almost to have a mark at least. Um, yeah, 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 really close. Yep. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, anything else you want to... Uh, I don't know, I mean, like, it, I mean, clearly shows the Highlands quite popular. Yep. Uh, I'm really interested to see sort of where, uh, I guess, the Highlander metagame and points and stuff evolve uh, going forward. Yep. Um, I don't know, that sort of... It's been a, KCON is a bit of a weird time, because there wasn't a points 
just the forwards. We kind of had a format we could actually look at, tackle, and find yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah. Which is real interesting because, uh, as you say, often we've got a set come out not long before CanCon, and there will be a points change, and so everyone will be kind of scrambling to find decks. But here we had two or three or four months of a relatively stable meta game. Yeah, um, for people to explore. Yeah, we could basically take like Pat's um, Canberra event results, um, events like that, or the uh, events in Melbourne. I can't remember Unboxing uh, Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, and basically use those to, sort of, uh, to build a meta game and sort of figure out what people are doing in Highlander, which is a nice change of pace at least, rather than having to sort of rely on uh, points changes to sort of shift things too much. Yeah. Uh, to sort of explore like new territory at that point. Yeah, um, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a good day. Um, <laughs> it ran quite late though. Uh, <laughs> I guess as to be expected. Um, but it was it was great to see everyone sort of you know, bashing out the, uh, up to like almost midnight, I believe. Um, yeah, I, I think the finals finished at like eleven thirty or eleven forty or something. Yeah, yeah. That's when I saw the results posted in the Discord. So like around yeah. that point in time. Uh, I tapped out about the quarterfinals, and uh, but I was getting the updates on things like uh, Max on Jones versus Chifley on. Uh, the Madu yep. uh, yep. deck, and uh, it sounded pretty close. Um, yeah, yeah, um, I didn't stay and watch it, as I said, but it um, sounded like the third game could have kind of been anyone's game. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's really good. All right, thanks very much for your time, Jim. Yes, thanks, Vince. Sure. All right, um, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, uh, my name's Brennan. Um, I've been playing Highlander for a bunch of years now, mostly because of the BAM group in Melbourne. Uh, yep. I play a lot of the Breach deck, is probably what most people know me for. Yeah, yeah, I think you're pretty well known for Breach. <laughs> um, cool, well, what did you play yesterday? Uh, Breach. Yeah, well. Uh, I was, we had like a team deck going that was like Grixis midrange, uh, which seemed really, really strong. Uh, but at the end of it, I was just like, I might as well just do hold back to, you know, the, the usual, what I yep. usually play. Yep, um, what you yeah. know well. Yep. Yeah, 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 Breach is great. I still think it is very good. Uh, I think the gamble point was, actually uh, a fair amount uh, of like weakening to the deck. So, yep. uh, but yeah, no, I, I think the deck is still very good. Oh, uh, cool. How did you end up? Uh, I ended up in 10th. <laughs> I oh, was, uh, right. I was 6-1-1. Yep. Uh, so I was one of the two 6-1-1s that did not make it to the top 8. So it was even like virtual top 8. Yeah, yeah. I, I lost round 1, so I had I, did, I had very low aspirations going into it, and then got an unintentional draw against uh, Grixis Oracle in, I think, round Six, I want to say six. Yeah. Uh, but that match was awesome. We just played three very long grinding games. So it was, it was fantastic anyway. So uh, can't be too mad. Did, what kind of decks did you play on the day? Um, so I played against uh, Flash, Oracle, uh, random like bands decks. I played against Billing Person, playing Time Walks, obviously. Um, I think I played against maybe eight, yeah, eight different decks. It was, it was a really cool field. I played against a Mono Black. Like artifacts deck with a lot of the, yeah, a lot of commander cards. Um, yeah, that, that was awesome. Very very cool. Like Soul Ring, Mana Crypt, Black awesome. stuff. Yeah, a lot, lot of really cool decks. Awesome, awesome, cool. Uh, anything else you want to add about the day, or how how you felt about the day in general, or anything else? Yeah, it was so cool um, seeing so many people out to play Highlander, which is my favorite format by far. Um, everyone played different decks. Everybody, all my events were awesome people. Really really nice. Um, super friendly, so the typical Highlander experience. Yeah, everyone's you know super cool. Um, yeah, no, the day was fantastic. I hope we get more events of this like caliber, this level. Yeah. yeah, every match was awesome to play, and I just want more people to come out and play the best format. You know. Excellent. Thanks very much for your time. Thanks so much. All right, and next up, Michael Close. Hey, uh, 
just give yourself a bit of an introduction, a bit of background? Uh, sure. Uh, I've been playing Magic for a long time. Uh, definitely a franchise player. I've been playing seven points consistently for about two years. Yep. Kind of dabbled for a few years before then. Um, love the format, super creative. I was playing Breach. Yep. I wasn't playing Lurus Breach though. I was doing a bit of a spicy alt brew just to see if I could use the three points of Lurus and the Companion in a better way. Yep. So I was playing Mana Drain as a Saga and Gifts Given. Yep. Uh, and then the usual Gunball Breach of three, Intuition of one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. I went four to one on the day. No. Four, sorry, four, three, one. Three losses, yep. one draw, four wins. Um, uh, I lost first walk, first game of Time Walks, uh, piloted, piloted by Isaac. So it was a steep hill to climb on the first round. Yeah. Uh, it's also a pretty bad matchup for me. I'm not a huge fan of Walks diverse. Great deck, but it's, it's, a, it's a real struggle. And then I lost to Jund, um, which I probably could have won that game, uh, but just a few misplays. Uh, drew against Red White Initiative, and then won against like a Black Artifact deck. Um, I can't remember now. A-Rounds is a lot. A-Rounds is a lot. Oh, A-Rounds is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it was a great event, but um, I, I didn't play the last round mm -hmm. um, because I was 4-3 and I just thought, look, I would rather, you know, stop thinking for the day. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Anything else you wanted to add? Um, nothing I can think of. It was really well run. Uh, Glenn did an amazing job, especially given the extra pressure at the last minute of people expecting walk-in tickets. Um, uh, fourth Aerolingus probably should have a point. I was playing it and I had no business playing it. Yep. Um, that's kind of it, really. It was a really fun day. By the end of it, I kind of had a bit of momentum in my step. Yep. Um, it was great seeing all familiar places, uh, familiar faces. Great seeing all people from all over Australia. Yep. Um, yeah, one of the best Kingcons I've had. Great seeing another yeah. one of your playmates in the charity yes, auction. Yes, yes, uh, very generous. I think a record for me, five hundred and something. I think. Yeah, it was. yeah. Um, it's, uh, I, I always start bidding on your playmates or be about to raise my hand for you know like, look, I can afford this much, and then someone's like three hundred dollars, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, we're out. <laughs> I'm going. I'm offering Brewer. Uh, Donation playmat to him because he always bids online yep. pretty competitively and always gets beat at the, yeah, the yeah. post. So I'm gonna try and offer him a consolation playmat. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thanks for all what you do. Thanks very much. No worries. All right. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself for the? Uh, hello. My name is uh, Russell Cutting uh, from Adelaide. Um, just a very very long time watched up never have been player. Yep. Yeah. I know the feeling well. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Uh, what did you play yesterday? Uh, I ended up playing uh, Flash Hulk. Uh, how'd you go? Uh, four and four. Started off okay, but um, I thought coming in that it would be less than known quantity. Yeah. Uh, and it certainly felt that it was not only a known quantity, but something that people would actively tested against and actively prepared for. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I guess you got a problem that a lot of the Melbourne contingent test a lot with. Uh, yeah. Michael Leslie and you know perhaps yeah. were over prepared for it. So, certainly, uh, <laughs> inspiration from uh, from Michael Leslie got got a lot of tips and pointers yeah. on, on building the list. It, it's extremely powerful. Uh, I think it's just a bigger spot, but yeah. Yeah, look, and, and sometimes it's just not your day. Yeah. Oh, look, it, it's fine. I had a lot of fun. I, I had some extremely good Magic uh, games against, awesome. particularly like Delver Delver list, and just yeah, yep. like. Very good back and forth, a couple of Jun matchups again, like extremely tight, extremely fun games, and yeah, I had a lot of fun. In any case, like record doesn't matter, had fun at the end of the day. Yeah, awesome. Uh, one of the things I found fascinating, just like, because you're the, I don't know, I'm going to guess 10th-ish, 12th-ish person I've spoken to, mm. 
everyone's been saying that they played like mostly against different decks or entirely against yeah. different decks. And also, each person I think has probably mentioned at least one deck that no previous person has mentioned. Yeah. Which is great. Mine might be getting slaughtered in round two by Blue Green Delver. Uh, wow. Which had, uh, I think it's Brineborn Cutthroat. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a couple other All Stars. And it was just like a Blue Green Delver, like Blue Green Flash type of thing. Absolutely incredible. And just like, let's just get murdered by it. Also, also got murdered by library, which was. Uh, oh, was that um, uh, Michael? Uh, no, Mouse. Mouse, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mouse played a turn one against me in game one, and I'm just like, oh. Yeah. Oh no. Yep. So uh, yeah, alive and well, the old library. So. Yeah, uh, Mouse. For anyone who doesn't know, is uh, one of the committee members, mm. um, who's uh, one of the newer members of the committee, and yeah, decided going to yesterday that they would give uh, the old library a crack. I've never played went? it before, apparently. But I've never played it. I have been such a. He was like a proponent for maybe unbanned, like deep working. And he's yep. like, well, if I'm gonna, you know, be an advocate for that, I need to at least have had some experience with it. And he's yeah. Like, yeah. It turns out it's been really good. I'm like, yeah, it looks really good. So, yep. Yeah. It was on like a rug uh, reach oath type deck, but yeah, they're wild. Really good. Really good. Cool. Beautiful. Right, thanks very much for your time. Always. Man. All right, next up we've got another long-term player. Uh, Colin, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi there. Um, my name is Colin Harris. I've been playing Seven Point Highlander for 16, 17 years. Uh, pretty much every CanCon, maybe one or two I didn't come to, always come to Highlander. Uh, from Wollongong, New South Wales. Uh, we've got a bit of a community racking up at the moment. Uh, yeah, we've got Ben Hewitt, who's our current representative on the community, so it's good to feel like we have a place there yeah, and, yeah. I'm just one of the long-term locals there. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, like I saw that there was like at least a dozen people down from your area. Yeah, so we got an Airbnb for the weekends. Like Highlander was the priority event for everyone. Yep. Uh, there was 12 of us, just a couple of suburbs away. Uh, you know, a day and a half of testing, pretty much. Yep. After we got here, uh, no standout results. I think the best we had one guy at five three, a bunch of four fours. But at the end of the day, everyone had fun. Yeah. And we're already planning next year. So. Um, and what were you playing? I was on shops. Yep. Uh, it was very, very close to the traditional Thomas shops. Yep. Uh, we did have a few tweaks. Uh, myself and Ben, we tried to approach the format slightly differently due to recent results. Yep. Uh, as brothers would end, that's what everyone, it's the boogeyman at the moment. It is a real paddler. It almost stopped me playing shops this weekend. I almost came with other decks prepared, but you know, we spent a couple of days together. We tried to approach that sort of the game a bit differently. So yeah, we added a few more colored cards. We based ourselves around workshop primarily. Yep. So you know, Age of Sturix is a thing, but we went a bit deeper. So it's crying, once upon a time, very good value. Yep. We swapped the Soul Ring from Oxemeral to help out. Um, all I can say is not having my Soul Ring misstepped is the best feeling in the world. <laughs> yep. So, no, it was good. Um, it performed, as far as I'm concerned, two expectations. Like, again, variance is a thing, but, you know, I, I played well all day. I just had matchups that didn't go my way. So. Yeah, yeah. I know, uh, back to Brotherhood End. Um, I was speaking to Isaac on Thursday, and he had been going to play his 
uh, academy shops, like academy yeah. draw sevens kind of deck. Um, but also got sick of just being Brotherhood exactly. ended out of the game. Also, cards not easy to say. No, it's like <laughs> look when you when, especially when you walk into a room, say fifty people. 30 people might be on it when you walk into a room of 191 it's it's roughly the same percentage but knowing that there's that many copies here yeah there's like 130 of them in the room or something yeah nice feeling no 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 cool Uh, anything else you wanted to add about the day or yeah no it was great like obviously you know largest event we've ever had it was fantastic it was you know the judge team the small keepers playing everyone was just absolutely smashing it um it was still really funny to see Thomas make the semi-finals just doing Thomas things. Um, yeah, bots very good with bots. He's very good. Look, at the end of the day, and a bit lucky. We're, yeah, look, we're both known for playing artifacts in varying degrees and yep. manners. Um, it was actually the first time I've met him in person, yep. which was great. So we actually sat down during the last round and chatted it out, and we went over lists and. There was actually quite a few workshop decks around yesterday okay. of very different flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Excellent. Trent Clark from Melbourne was on five color. Uh, we've explored that option a bit. And, yeah, we're looking at it. I think the standout option was the Necrons deck that turned up. Really? So I played against a Necrons deck in round one. Wow. <laughs> and I got, I got pummeled, but it's, it's more of a... Uh, Karma thing. I misstepped their soul ring on turn one. Oh, uh, look. And so the Magic Gods decided that it wasn't. Yeah, me. you get what you get at that point. But, no, but look, <laughs> it was actually good. Like, we actually sat down, there was a group of four or five of us on all different types of bots, and we went over, you know, the fundamentals and stuff like that. And yeah, look, I'm going to come back towards Angus and Thomas's list. Thomas is coming more closer to my list. Yep. Stuff like the Seeker's Chariots, you know, finesse things. Yep. But at the end of the day, we were going to turn up. We had fun. We're still here. There's a brown player in top cut. There's nothing for me to complain about. Awesome. Yeah. Ancient Tomb of Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for your time. Anytime, Andrew. Uh, I'm sitting down with what I'm told is Wollongong's magic dad. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, my name's Jack. Uh, I'm from Wollongong. Uh, I'm a magic player. Been to uh, been to the Pro Tour, Pro Tour once. Cool. Um, yeah, had a fantastic time. And I uh, at the Pro Tour, I met a bunch of fantastic players, and they talked about this awesome format called Seven Point Highlander. Oh, uh, yep. Which yep. I had never heard of before. Yep. And they told me all about it, and I said, I'm going to have to get home and build something. This sounds awesome. Yeah, nice. Um, and luckily, we have a, a couple of members in our community who are really into the format. Yep. Um, and yeah, they just they showed me the way. And, it's, and then, so this is my first big Highlander event. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, how did you go? Uh, and at 4 4. Yep. Which was like a, a fine result uh, for a brew that I, that I put together. Um, I'm primarily a, a tokens player. Oh, yep. I love my tokens. Uh, so, yeah, I, I ended up just putting all the best cards and make tokens, which usually I like green white tokens, but they printed uh, all the best token makers in red lately. With, uh, yeah. <laughs> Ortho Yelingas, yeah. um, Mitskabu, and Comet. Uh, but, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with my deck, and it was awesome playing uh, some really high level magic and high level players. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Um, how, how was the day for you overall? I mean, you went 4-4, but like anything else about the day that you want to... 
Had you played in many other events of that kind of size? Um, I played in GPs before. Okay, um, yep. But, but, but like, obviously nothing Highlander yep, yep, related. Yep. Um, yeah, I really like the variance that the games offered. Just like individually, every game just felt really different. Um, yeah, like I had a great run at the start of the day, um, playing as like some initiative decks. Yep. Obviously being a token deck, I could instant speed, make some 1-1s and steal that initiative back. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yep, <laughs> yep. That was excellent. Um, but, oh man, I hadn't played against like Flash or things like that before, which was, you know, really cool to find out what it did. Uh, and then they proceeded <laughs> to kill me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was, it was just excellent. Um, format's super strong, super powerful. Um, yeah, I still have Awesome. Yeah. What else? Yeah, we, we had a great weekend for Wong yep. we, we had about uh, 12 people come down and we, we all stayed at the same location. And, yep. Um, yeah, but we had a place just around the corner in Watson. Okay, yeah, cool. We, we just did a big day of testing the day before. Um, and uh, yeah, we, a lot of first time seven point players, actually. I'd say about. 75% of us were, were first time first time players to some point. Wow, that's uh, awesome. So yeah, it's really picked up a resurgence in Wollongong. Cool. And, uh, and, and now, now we're all coming to these events. Really cool. Well, yeah. lovely to have a chat with you. Yeah, yeah, it was great to chat with you. Alright, next up we've got Graham. Give yourself a bit of an introduction. Uh, I'm Graham. I've been playing Highlander for over a decade. I do a bunch of stuff in the community, like writing up deck lists. Uh, I've been on this podcast before. I love Highlander. Yeah, yeah. Many people listening will be familiar with Graham. Have uh, you been on oh, like five or six times now, probably? Yeah, something like that. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm just ha- having chats with people about how their day went yesterday. How did yours go? Um, yeah, pretty good. I uh, started 2-0, uh, dropped down to 2-2, so a little bit of a rough start, and then run out to 6-2, so I came 19th at the end of it, which is pretty good in a tournament that size. In 191 first tournament, it's great. Uh, indeed, uh, I played Graham in round 7, which was the last round I played, um, and our third game, we both had, I think, pretty ridiculous hands, and yours was slightly better lined up than mine. I had... <laughs> Two fetches, a Renan Six, uh, Honda, and Mental Misstep. I cast my Ponder, uh, expecting to be able to Mental Misstep whatever Vance did, and he led on Wasteland Double Mock Creature. Yeah, yeah. Somehow I won that. Yeah, well, particularly when... on So it was a Mishobra Brawler, which immediately died. Then I played Laelia, which immediately died. So, yeah, look, that was a great game. Um, yeah. Um, what else happened to you on the day? Like, did you play a lot of different decks? Yeah, I think I had a different deck each round. Like, lovely opponents the whole time I went through. Yep. Um, especially love my last round opponent. Can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. But just like, we were all not in contention and just bashing for like 55 points and just yep. had a lovely, very bountiful game. Which is great. Um, and, and that was the experience that everyone else has had so far as well as like, everyone was excited to be here. There were, you know, few to no jerks in the room. Um, it was great. Great day. Um, any thoughts uh, on the format? Uh, like, there's definitely got to be some points shakes up. Uh, I've heard that Spellseeker is getting a point in my deck, which is, that's fine. Fourth, I think, needs some damage to go towards it. Uh, yep. Yeah, there's, 
just stuff that needs to be turned back a little bit to make it a little bit more balanced, but it's still wonderfully and diverse at the same time anyway, so that's great as well. Awesome. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you.